and we're live what's going on everybody thanks for joining us on another friday night nightlines live on catfish and crappie my name's mark today's guest robert chance how you doing robert doing great thanks mark all right i'm i'm, I'm honored to get you on the show especially before those other two guys on thursday nights man those guys are <laughs> are, are trouble they they kept thinking that they're going to get you before me but i scooped them you almost um, did it we're doing good. Um, all right, I'm going to say hello to some people in chat here. Uh, people love it when you uh, uh, say hello to them, and I, I love saying hello to all of them guys. We got Betty in the house. What's going on, Betty? A couple crosses fishing. We have Avid Fisherman. What's going on, Dana? Uh, we have Catfish Headhunters. How you doing, Norm? Catfish Weekly. Hello, Norm. Um, hello, hello, Lyle. Sorry about that, Lyle. Uh, Country Boy Catfishing, Dale Hayslip, DMV, what it be, uh, Fishing with the Squirrel, Fishing with the Chad, Georgia Fisherman, how you doing, uh, Mike Greenwell, uh, Greenwell Fishing, Bumpin' Mike, what's going on, um, James Dockery Fishing, the angry one, Josh Monarch, welcome, I think that's a new name, forgive me if I'm mistaken, we have J-Dogs in the house, Jason Blackburn, uh, Mike Irving, Parker Pursuits, uh, the Weekend Angler, what's going on, Josh? How you doing? Uh, Tim Molina, Willard Young. I also saw, I think Mike Morella was in there too or a second ago before I timed out. He could be listening. What's going on, Michael? How are you? Um, so, apparently, Robert, Mr. Dockery thinks that all this cold weather is my fault. Did you see that post on Facebook or haven't you looked yet? I, I did see that. You know, he, he might be onto something. I don't know. It came from your direction. And it was it wasn't me. It's not me. I think the <laughs> the the cold comes with the snow, and we all know that he sends the snow everybody's way. He does that snow dance all the time, and he sends it to people he he claims he doesn't like. I, I don't know. Sometimes I think he just wants the attention. Um, I do want to take a second. I see Josh, the weekend angler in there. I want to wish Caitlin a happy birthday because those two guys yesterday on the bait shop, Chad and Dockery, they forgot. Can you believe that? The whole show, I was like, I can't believe you guys are forgetting. I'm messaging them. They're just getting so popular that they're forgetting about the little people. Another thing, Josh, uh, congratulations, buddy. Why are we can... little... Oh, well, well, I don't think we're. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't think we're. I didn't see a post about that. I don't think we're talking about that. So, but congratulations that's on that's whatever that's it is. <laughs> Muskrat Adventures in the house. What's going on, Roger? How are you? James is saying happy birthday. All right, Lynn Leeper. I see Lynn in there. I see Ace Catfishing. What's going on, Greg? Hooks and Hammocks popped in here. Uh, if I miss anybody, uh, Uncle Josh, what's going on from the One Ton Fishing Club? See, they're all popping in here. Look at this. Everybody shows up after I get through the list. Let's let's go through that real quick again, make sure I didn't miss anybody. Um, while I'm doing that, what I want to – you know, yesterday, uh, did you happen to catch the show yesterday, uh, Panfish Weekly? I did. Yes, I did. I had a great night. I got lost in the conversation with uh, – um, O'Reilly Williams, he, he's, he was a fantastic guest. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to him. Very nice down-to-earth guy. I think he's one of them guys that what you see is what you get. Uh, I yep. wouldn't imagine him being uh, – I got a dog here bothering me. wouldn't imagine him being any other way. I even went out over to his website and ordered my own book from him, uh, and he said he'd sign it for me, so I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Palmetto Cats, what's going on, Kevin? How are you? 
<clears throat> All right, excuse me. So here we go, Robert. You ready for this? Let's do it. Robert was a little bit nervous. No reason to be nervous. He's a friend of mine. Uh, so uh, we're going to just talk a little bit like we're, we're normally talking. So your channel, Missouri Creek Fishing, how did you get the idea to start that? Uh, well, I kind of, I really wanted to start videotaping trips, mainly just for me to look back on, the grandkids to look back on, and just, just to kind of have a record of some of the things I get to do. And I know you got the one video out there. You're waiting on the weather to break, but I have to admit, for a first video, it's 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 awesome. It's really good, well done. Um, it, it, it's it's entertaining. I can only imagine how how much better you're going to get with with some practice. So uh, mega kudos to that. that I know was, you're. Uh, sorry, go ahead. You you like to do things right. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I prefer to. Yeah. It's good. I kind of I try to do it the same way. Uh, it's not always possible. No, <laughs> it is not. So what are you chasing in those small creeks? Well, you're in southeast Missouri, correct, without giving any specific yeah. details? You are? Yep. And, and how many creeks you got near you? Uh, not nearly enough. There's there's eight or ten here I can hit pretty within an hour. Mm -hmm. And what kind of fish are, are in those creeks? Smallmouth, largemouth, uh, Kentuckys, your base, all your, all your panfish that come with any creek, you know, in this part of the country. Uh, catfish, of course. Um, little good mix of everything, really. Mm -hmm. But you're mostly chasing those smallmouths, right, the bronze packs? Smallmouth is kind of like the uh, the icing on the cake when you get to go. You tie into a good one, and it's it's pretty memorable. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I like smallmouth. I'll, I'll go after them once in a while. And when I do, uh, the, it's always a good fight, especially on lighter tackle. What kind of tackle are you using on the – um, when you're fishing those rivers for smallmouth? Uh, if I'm strictly fishing for smallmouth, it's about the only time I'll use a spinning rig. Um, lots of jigs, tubes, spinners, um, you know, crawdad imitating baits. It, it just depends on what they're doing, what kind of mood they're in. Very cool. Um, I posted uh, – we'll, we'll talk about that later. So tell me about your uh, – uh, beginnings in fishing you got any stories for us how'd you get well how'd you get started after that maybe if you got any stories to go along with that um fond memories everybody likes to hear about those things i guess my first memory of fishing was i was actually sitting on my dad's shoulders he was wading the creek and he we was fishing with a great big indian guy his name was um john shop he was the biggest man i'd ever seen i was a little kid but we was out down in establishment creek wading the creek Dad was telling me everything he's looking at and telling me what to look for, and that was the first first time out I really remember. It was really memorable for me. And uh, it just kind of – I've had a lot of hobbies over the years, but that one stuck. I mean, that, that's that been stuck with me for, well, my whole life. I'm 50 – what am I, 52, 3, something like that. Um it, It'll never go away. I still can't fish before night – before fishing. I still can't sleep the night before a fishing trip. It's crazy. I'm the same way. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that, that, that can relate tomorrow. Speaking of fishing trips, what's going on tomorrow? We have got, we're fishing Chad's uh, blue cat winter, blue cat winter blues catfish tournament. Me and uh, Jerry Parker, Parker pursuits. And while I'm on him, don't, uh, don't anybody be afraid to time him out tonight. Like they did, 
Creole the other night on uh, Chad's show. He's probably, he's probably going to need it, um, but, the, but that's all right. So we're going to fish that. We're going to be over at Baldwin Lake. Uh, I really like our chances for tying into a bunch of fish tomorrow. I really do. Weather's going to be brutal tomorrow. What's your forecast looking like? Uh, I think they actually raised it. We got a, a high of eight, I think, for tomorrow. So they was talking about a three. So I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> we we normally will drift, we'll drift fish that lake. And I love drifting that lake. But with the wind conditions, the way they're going to be and everything, we decided we're going to leave the, leave the plastic boats at home and uh, fish it from the bank. You know, at least less chance of something happening, you know. Probably a good idea. You had mentioned earlier this week what you guys planned on using for bait. You care on sharing that with the with the audience? You know, it might cause a little controversy with some of them out there. Oh well, I got it. I got I got frozen shad. That's what I'm going to be using. What Jerry uses, that's that's his business. But all I'm saying is my my bait doesn't have feathers. <laughs> I see Miss Cindy Stokes in the in the chat. What's going on, Cindy? Um, I also saw a couple other the I'm sorry uh, the Bullock Experience. What's going on, my friend? Uh, Mike's Outdoors and Adventures. Roger, I did say hello to you. I uh, wanted to make sure that I did. Uh, Mike's Outdoors and Adventures. Serving from home. Welcome. Uh, let's see, Mexicat Fishing. What's up, my friend? Thanks for coming back. Fishing with Squirrel. Katie Collins, I hope you're feeling better, dear. Hooks and hammocks. Wow, people are coming in here. Way to go. Fishing stuff. Keith, what's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, oh, since Keith's in here, uh, the, uh, Lee Evans Catfish Kentucky. Welcome to the chat. If you're not a subscriber, I'm really getting close to that coveted 1000 uh subscriber number i really love it if you'd subscribe uh to the channel and uh maybe even hit the like on this video um i, I would definitely appreciate it and also since we're talking about the the tournament i want you guys to know that chad's uh blue cat tournament is tomorrow starting out i do have a link in the description directly to the day one um the day one broadcast so uh Tune in there tomorrow morning. I believe now, Chad, you're in chat. Um, it, it, is, does it start eight o'clock Flathead time or Central Standard Time? Um, hopefully that's correct. If not, uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye out on a chat to, to to correct myself, or you can message me, buddy. You know how to do that. Uh, let's see. That is eight o'clock on that our time, Mark. It is eight o'clock. Okay, eight o'clock Central Standard Time, also known as Flathead time, Miss Betty. Um, all right, since Keith, you know, since Keith is in here, I want to get him before he uh, um, has something uh, else to do. Uh, Keith, if you take a look behind uh, Robert's right there, he made this really cool workbench. I think it's uh, something you, it's a fishing workbench, and uh, I've actually posted a short video of it on uh, the Catfish and Crappie group. Um, it rolls around, doesn't it? You got all your poles on the back. You can move it all over your shop. Yeah, I, pretty much everything I put in here is mobile because no matter what you do, it's going to be in the way at some point. And mm -hmm. uh, this thing has been a lifesaver. I mean, I generally, when I come in, I've actually got a place where it goes. And if you put it back where it goes, you don't forget anything on the next trip. You know, it, and I can walk around back and grab my rods, walk around front, and grab. I got river bags. I got creek bags and I got lake bags and everything's everything's just got a place and it's. 
it's really cut down on me for getting things <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, pretty detailed photos and stuff that that uh, webcam picture doesn't do it justice, but uh, it's pretty cool. If anybody wants to see it, you can check it out on the Catfish and Crappie group and just uh, um, I think I might have tagged you and it just uh, search under uh, uh, Robert Robert's name and uh, um, I'm, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Outdoor Addiction just popped in. What's going on, Jesse? How are you? Um, fishing with Big Mike. If I haven't said hello, I'm going to say hello. Keith says it looks good. Excellent. I've stolen, I've stolen a lot of ideas from Keith. I, his channel, I'm a big fan. Your boy Troy catfishing. What's up? I'm a huge fan of Keith's. I say this time and time again. He's as close to a mentor as it gets for me doing YouTube stuff. Uh, he, he, he's been really good to me. So thank you again, Keith. I can't shout out uh, enough uh, and thank him. I know he gets a little... Uh, uh, I don't know if it's shy, but I know he kind of likes to fly under the radar and stuff. But I did notice he is going to be at the Catfish Conference. He's got a, a time slot scheduled in there. I was kind of surprised to see that. You might have to message me later and let me know how that goes, Keith. Uh, best of luck with that. Dale Hayslip, what's going on, my friend? Thomas Littlepage showed up. Uh, we got 51 people in chat. Does that make you nervous? Uh, not really. Well, I'm just seeing me and you, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Art from One Ton Fishing, what's going on? Um, now, you had mentioned the different bags you got. Um, I kind of do the same thing. Uh, any tips or, or anything you want to share on, on how to get all that stuff organized or, or how you divide and conquer your different species and such? Is that how you do it? Uh, is it by location? No, it's mainly not so much location. Uh, you know, like a creek bag would have your typical small spinners. A uh, little assortment of terminal tackle, you know, cranks, spinners, jigs, tubes, lighter stuff. Um, you know, my lake bag's a little different. It's got more crank baits. It's got more, you know, more the plastics I share across the board. I mean, because they're just kind of a universal. But um, you just kind of start putting things together and figure out what you need and what you don't need. I think that's as important as what you do need because it. You don't need a huge tackle box. You just take a little bit and go, you know? I, I wish I could feel the same way. You should see the size of my crappie bag. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I was always under this impression that color mattered most than anything, and uh, I'm starting to learn from a lot of stuff I've been reading and, and seeing online from some of the pros that, that silhouette matters more than anything, so i got to rethink how I'm doing anything, which is a good thing. Uh keeps me thinking, and, and it might be able to – uh, get me to pare down my at least my crappie bag a little bit. Maybe I need to change that my gear by location or or whether it's you know like you did. You got a kayak bag, I imagine, right? Right. right. Get yep. a boat bag, get a bank bag for each. We'll we'll figure it out. But I end up bringing too much stuff. There isn't enough time in the day to use half the stuff I bring. It's it's funny. You bring a bunch of stuff and you use it. You'll wind up using the same four or five things. You know, depending on what season, where you're at in the season, you just don't need you don't need eighty percent of it, really. This is true. I mean, if I like, if I go ice fishing, that, that ice fishing is a lot of gear other than fishing tackle. I mean, my my literally my my gear for my ice fishing is a, a little you know, maybe a box about this big, like maybe that thick, and I'm able to yeah. carry all my all my. Uh, jigs and stuff in there and spoons and 
and lipless cranks all, all in that little box, but but it's all the rest of the gear that that gets to be tiring when you're going out. Do you, do you ever do? Have you ever been able to do any ice fishing? Uh, well, technically no. We we fell through the ice one time, me and the brother. Well, a couple times, and we one time the creek had gotten up and the river backed up, and we fell through the ice. Was that on the ice? Shouldn't have been. So we fell through the ice and landed on the creek bank. The river had dropped out and it ice just had the whole creek bridged up. And it was kind of cool because there was this big old ice ceiling as far as you could see. Well, it was fine until we tried to get out. We, we wound up busting, going up against root wads, trying to bust our way out of the ice. And it was getting dark and all these kids. That, uh, that, was, that was something else. <laughs> Those fond but, memories from when you were a kid. I was, I was oh, still- yeah. I see Creole catfishing in the house. What's going on, Creole? I hear he's getting some cold weather down there, too. Uh, I think that's how I'm getting blamed for the cold weather. Everybody thinks I can send it. If I can send it, it all go to James Dockery's house. All of it. He deserves just keep, it. Just keep it up on his end of the state, Mark. There we go. He likes to ice fish, too, so um, I think he wouldn't mind it so much. I've always threatened to go just – we don't get the ice around here to do it. You broke up a little bit. Can you repeat yourself? I'm sorry. Right, so we I, That's one thing I would like to do is ice fish. We don't get the ice around here to do it safe. I guess I'm older now. It's going to have to be a little bit better, you know, better suited to do it. Yeah, but, uh, I'm like, I, I live right like on the borderline of where it's ice fishing is actually tangible or, or, or not. You know, north of me, definitely. But it's always iffy year to year where I'm at, so. I can I can understand how it would be kind of difficult for you down there. Um. So uh, tomorrow, what do you think your odds are? You want to call anybody out? You want to talk any smack talk to anybody in there? Are you going to beat Jerry even who you're fishing with? What's going on? Well, Jerry kind of cleaned my clock last time we went. So, yeah, I kind of got – some catching up to do there. Speak, speaking of that, he just asked, he wanted me to ask you how the last fishing trip went uh, when you would only use shad. Well, I, <laughs> I got skunked. That's what happened. <laughs> and how did he do? Well, I mean, he basically, in my mind, he hung his pride on two to, on two pound blue cats. I mean, so you, you take it how you want, but he hung his pride using chicken on two pound blue cats. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to do that. Well, tomorrow is a numbers game, though. Well, and then that might change things, but I'm going to beat the hell out of them shad first. <laughs> oh, and that's right. It's not teams. It's individuals tomorrow, correct? No, I thought it was teams. Either way, either way, me and Jerry's going fishing. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm missed it. I think you can have uh, it's six-rod limit. I'm not sure. Um, I, I know Chad's explained it a bunch of times, and he's going to be upset that I, I wasn't listening, but uh, I'll kind of do that once in a while. Right. Uh, right. I, I apologize. Well, I kind of apologize to Chad. He deserves it sometimes. He's a good man. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's either it's either individuals or uh, teams. So I imagine there's a rod limit. So, well, if you guys are fishing as a team, he'll give you some of that chicken if it's working. If you're not, I think you're us so well, buddy. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, want to bring up that tomorrow's uh, uh, Blue Cat tournament is for charity. Uh, I'm sure that during the live stream, uh, Chad will be accepting donations uh, via his PayPal link. So those are uh, always greatly appreciated. So uh, give till it hurts, people, because uh, there's a lot of people out there that are hurting. So 
can't say enough. So tell me a little bit about the uh, the picture you sent me to use for the thumbnail. I see who who's in that picture. Those are three of my grandkids. I'd like I'd love to have all four, but that's like that's like herding cats, Mark. You can't get them all four to stand still long enough for <laughs> for one picture. But uh, we we had to, had them all out at the creek and uh, had my son, daughter in law, and the grandkids, and um, we just having a good time. And I I flipped a pilgrimite back behind a log, right behind him, three feet away from him, and that little old bass come out and grabbed it. And that was just that was so much fun. Those are my favorite human beings on the planet. Those guys, they really are. Yeah, I got a couple of those too. I got uh, I got five of those favorite human beings. They're not grandkids, but they are nieces, and I adore them to death. So uh, it's important to get out there with family and 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 even you know just kids. Get them out there fishing. Pass it on and go on. I know James Docker. I give him a lot of a lot of crap, but he. Uh, uh, does a really good job at, at taking kids fishing. So uh, if anybody wants to uh, help kids get into fishing, contact James Dockery on Facebook. I'm sure he'll give you some uh, uh, tips, tricks, maybe some uh, resources you can use to help get the kids involved. Uh, let's see if we get any new people in chat. If you're in chat and you haven't hit the thumbs up, please do, people. I would appreciate it. Again, if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe. Uh, go through the same old YouTube stuff time and time again, but apparently we have to do so. Uh, my numbers reflect that it works, so uh, I appreciate it. Uh, if you guys uh, go ahead and do that stuff. So let me take a look here at what's going on in chat. So do you have any uh, – well, you guys uh, are fishing a power plant, right? Yes. From the bank? Yeah, definitely from the bank tomorrow, Mark. I, I, not my, not my preferred way to fish, but it'd be a lot safer for both of us. I think so. I think you'll, I think you'll do all right as long as uh, we talked a little bit. I know you've been watching the weather, so you guys got your, got your spot all picked out, ready to go. And I think you guys made some my decision, wise decisions in picking that spot, though. So, uh, um, if you weren't all right, let's let's without so this way you don't have to give away any of your tactics or decisions you made. Uh, if you were to go out in your kayak, how would you go about uh, chasing those blue cats tomorrow? That's off a kayak, if that's in fact what you were doing. Right. Well, that was the initial plan because that's that's just the way I love to fish that lake. But to be to be truthful about it, probably if, if I was in a kayak tomorrow, I would probably put that kayak in and go right over to where we're going to fish tomorrow anyway. Um, it's it's been real productive in the past during cold snaps and I hope, I hope it holds true tomorrow. <laughs> so it, I, I don't feel like I'm losing anything by fishing the bank tomorrow. So when you're in the kayak chasing blue cats, are you, uh, dra how are you, are you dragging baits? Are you anchoring up? What, what are you doing? Um, drag a lot over there and drift. Um, so much of that water is, um, obviously like any power plant lake, you have a cold water intake and a hot water discharge. Um, and it's just, it's basically find the fish and, and drag baits through them until you start pulling them up. And over there, the first time I went over there, I couldn't believe you only allowed two rods. So I'm like, okay, fine. We put, you know, two rods on the kayak, stood one up behind me and just left it unrigged. And you pretty much, there's been times over there, I put one, I put one, one rod in the water and just left the other one out because you couldn't keep up with both of them. It's crazy over there. But there's a lot of eight, nine-foot water over there, and uh, there, there's some deeper water up on the on the intake side and some 
oh, 12, 12, 14 foot water on a discharge, but we'll, we'll see how it plays out tomorrow. It's uh it's going to be fun either way. How often are they running down there pumping hot water? Uh, the last few times I've been in the winter time, they'll it's, there's three units down there. One of them is shut down permanently. Uh, and they have plans to shut down the other two 2025. Um, so that's going to change the whole dynamic of that lake with the bait. You're going to have bait kills and it, it's just going to change. So the whole dynamic of that lake, but that being said right now, cold as it is, I, I fully expect them to be running two units tomorrow. Um, which is good for us better, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that that's a big problem with like power plant lakes to me. I'll get down there and they won't be running. Yeah, pretty much yeah. They'll be shot, especially this time of year when you're not able to put a boat on the water, you're having right. to make like that long power can walk. Uh, yep. it makes, makes for, for rough fishing. So, uh, uh, but that lake's a different story, I think. Um, yeah. LG Bass in the house. What's going on, Tom? How are you doing, sir? I also want to make sure I believe she's watching, just maybe not in chat, is D. I want to make sure that D knows that I said hello to her. And if she's not, let her know, Chad. Uh, he might not because I think I'm in trouble with him for calling him and Dockery out for missing Caitlin's birthday. Oh, did I say that again? Sorry. Uh, Josh, you can message them about that. <clears throat> So cool. Um, so how far is that from your house? How long of a drive you got? Uh, I can be there all from Jerry's house. It'd be about an hour. We're giving it an hour to get there. That way we can stop the gas station and mm-hmm. get coffeeed up and all that. You know, but it, it's a, it's a good hour. Usually mm-hmm. worth the trip. Usually worth the trip, though. You, you gonna bring a camera with you? You know what? I'm gonna try to keep one warm enough to keep it going. Um, uh-huh. We're we're gonna concentrate on getting the phones going for the. Uh, for the live stream, but uh, we'll kind of have to see how that goes. I've, I've never tried to video anything with it being that cold. And I'm really, I'm going fishing. I'm not going to mess with video. And if it's pain in the butt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You you got uh, those hand warmers. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a couple rubber bands with you. If your phone starts giving you trouble, just rubber band one to the back of it. It'll yeah. help keep them warm because they're going to be out in the cold uh, trying to get you guys streamed live. So, uh, uh, that that's my my cold weather tip for all you people out there filming with your phones. Uh, is rubber oh, band. I'm sorry, you broke up, Rob. I said, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. I I have been looking forward to this all week. It'll be fun. I'm kind of wishing I was going out fishing too, but it's not going to work for me tomorrow, especially uh, um, since we don't have any blue cats out here. Else I'd be fishing. Uh, let's see if we got anybody else in chat here. We're rocking. We're at 46. We're up there at 50 for a little while. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If I missed anybody, I apologize again. So uh, we've had a little conversations about your dad. Um, I was wondering if maybe you wanted to share with the chat his idea of a flathead rig. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me me turn around and grab it. Okay, why don't you grab it? I know you keep them back there behind you. This is really cool. So if you guys are watching, check this out. Uh, His father's caught in a bunch of flatheads. He's showing me pictures with this thing hanging out of their mouth. It's it's pretty neat. Uh, I mean, it's it's probably something that I'm going to want to try. I think it's an old family secret, too. So uh, this could be a first. It's no secret, Mark. Not anymore. (laughs) Oh, uh, let me 
let me qualify what I'm about to show you because okay. you got to know my dad. My dad is, well, he's tight. <laughs> he's got enough money to burn a wet horse, but he, he, he won't, he just, he's been real good with his money. So he makes a lot of things and, 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 uh, he, he gets to fish a lot. He's retired now. And, um, he sends me a picture of a bunch of earplugs and says he's going to fish with them. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, dad's doing dad things. But I don't know if y'all can see this or not. Let's see if I can get it up there. He, well. Hey, can we can see it pretty good. You got right. a lighter colored one that might help show a little of the detail. Yeah, here we go. Really? Look at that. Really a simple little, just an earplug on a jig head, and he super glued it on there and put a little rope tail on it. And that dude catches half a dozen flathead, oh, 40s, easy 40s. I mean, we don't weigh anything. We fish, you know what I mean? But easy 40-pound uh -huh. easy fish, he's, he catches half a dozen a year on these things. And it, it's so awesome watching him do it. But where, uh, where we're fishing at, there's, an, there's a cement plant. And it's a, it's a cooling plant for the cement, the kilns and all that. So there's no there's no structure in this lake. There's no rocks. There's no nothing. So it's pretty much like fishing in a bathtub. So he, he can go out there with 12-pound test and, and crappie jigs and, and just knock daylights out of them big flathead. It's it's funny to watch. That's got to be a fun fight. Now, is he just vertically jigging them, or, or how is he fishing those? He's basically going to the corner uh, where the only dip in the whole place is, and he'll just fan cast you know, every foot and bring that thing back. And I mean, he's, he's persistent about it. It's, it's fun to watch him. Yeah. And now do those, do they float or is the jig head offset that? No, they, uh, they offset. He, they, they fall, you know, about a foot a second. Perfect. He'll, that, he'll get out there and get a, he'll get out there and get a depth and just, just hammer them. It's funny. I think you should make, definitely make a video about that. I think that'd be something cool to add to your channel. People love, uh, uh, uh that stuff. Now I imagine you can catch other fish on that. Correct. Oh yeah, it's you yeah. catch, you know, being the water is pumped out of the river. You catch, well, drum, channel cat, blues. I mean, just whatever happens to be swimming by, I'll grab it. I'm gonna try one of those. Maybe get pick out some larger crappie with them. I might make a couple of them, tie them <laughs> on an extra pole I got, and see if, what I can do. But when you're talking, you know, a foot a second, that that's kind of perfect. Maybe even a little lighter jigger head will yeah. jig head will give me a little slower fall rate. That that might help. That, yeah, I that's call really. It. I call them the George rig. His name's George. I call it the George rig. <laughs> Very cool. That's what I'll call it from now on, too, the George rig. Perfect. There you go. Daniel Ishmael, what's going on, buddy? Uh, he's asking me, actually, uh, do channel cats up here act the same way in winter as blues? All right, now, I I'm, I haven't caught a blue catfish yet, Robert. I, I, I'd i make no excuses for that. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that I'm there's none around here. Uh, the couple of times I've traveled, I have gotten skunked. Uh, I've been to Powerton twice looking for them, uh, twice down on the Kaskia and the Mississippi area there looking for them. And uh, unfortunately, I did get skunked all those times. Uh, hopefully that's going to change this year. I got some people that are going to put me on them. Now, do they act the same as blues? Um, Robert, you would know what a blue cat acts like in cold water uh, right. more than I would. I know what channel cats definitely act like in cold water. They're, right. they're pretty lethargic. They're catchable. I catch them through the ice. Um, they're they're looking for food. 
Um, they're not, they're not laid up. They're not staying there. They're, they're, they're moving in and out of my, uh, um, out of my sonar. I can definitely tell uh, a channel cat from a, a panfish and stuff on there. Um, where do blues act like this time of year in a non power plant environment? I guess we would be asking. They're definitely more aggressive than, than your channel cats. Um, I, the channel cats seem to bunch up too, just like the blues. Um, but, to be honest with you, once I start hooking a couple channels, I move. Um, I'm after them blues. Mm. The occasional flathead don't hurt either. No, it doesn't. No, I, I'm flathead for life. Sorry, folks. I've never <laughs> caught one, but I'm pretty sure I'd still still adore the chase more than anything, which is what I like about flathead. Um, really? Okay. Very cool. Um, you are coming with us up to Mendota, correct? Absolutely. I think we got You're not going to shy away from those channel cats, are you? No, that's a different animal, Mark. It's <laughs> that, <laughs> no, I'll be I'll be after them pretty heavy. Uh, thank you for asking the question, Daniel. Uh, I I hope I answered it in, or we answered it in one way or the other. But um, those are my experiences with channel cats in the winter and and Roberts with with the blues. So, uh, see, Lynn says Lynn's having a new channel name soon. Uh, good luck with that, Lynn. Hopefully, I wish you the most success. Looking to see if there's any questions that are popping up. I would love to come fishing with you guys. Uh, I, I have no doubt that you guys uh, uh, can't change me in the channel cats uh, being zero. So, uh, uh, has life. What's going on? Congrats on the boat. And congrats on the 1K, man. Uh, and congrats on the spot on the Catfish Conference. Good for you. I see you and Chuck Gear on there. That's excellent. You guys check that out. Um, so what else you got going on? Uh, well, let me rephrase that. What are you looking forward most to spring? Let's talk warm weather stuff. Let's get people excited about spring. Um, what are you looking forward to most, Robert? Uh, Wading wait those creeks. I, that's my – between that and and – being in the canoe on a regular basis again that's that's that trips my trigger pretty good i i like being and being able to get the kids out too that that's really turned into a uh, just something that is so much more fun with them grandkids it, it's like i get to i get to see things through their eyes that that i've been overlooking for years and i learn something from them every time i go out it's it's funny <laughs> it's funny as hell yeah, that's amazing when when uh, you'll explain something to a young novice fisherman and and they come up with questions that you kind of look at or think that you know I should have told them this, but it's it just brings to my attention the stuff that I overlook and take for granted, which which is actually good. It's a, definitely a reality check as well yeah. as a great experience. So cool. So let me ask you this: How do you pick between the kayak and your 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 beloved canoes? I know you like canoes a little better than kayaks, don't you? Oh. Well. Yeah, because it, I think that's primarily because of why I face in them. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm hitting a creek, um, my I've had big canoes and I've had I've had about every form of personally propelled watercraft that you could imagine. But I finally came to a 12 foot Old Town pack, and this thing's 30, 32, 38 pounds, something like that, Royal X canoe, and I love the whole it. Thing that's all it weighs. Yeah. That's and, nothing. And the older I get, the more I appreciate that. 
I can well, I can definitely appreciate that. No, well, hold on, hold on. Let's not let's not get past that way to that. What is that thing made out of? Because I'm going to get all technical geeky once in a while on you. That's all right. It's a Royal X. I don't even matter of fact they they quit making Royal X, and it's basically what is Royal a, X? it's a layer of plastic, a layer of foam, and then another layer of plastic. Okay. So it, it's abrasion resistance that you're going to lose some there. I mean, I they say that I I've I've beat the hell out of mine, and it it's scratched. It's got it's got character marks all over it, but it's it's in great shape after I've had it seven or eight years anyway. Um, but what I like about that is, well, the first thing I had to do to that, where they put the seat is nuts. I don't know who it was built for, but it wasn't a two hundred twenty pound dude. Um, <laughs> I moved, I moved the seat up, oh, probably eight inches, and that got me sitting good, and. Um, like even this time of year, I put on a pair of boots. I can step out of that canoe, and I'm in ankle deep water. And then you you know pull through. I, I like to fish up. I always like to fish up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you get to deeper water. You step in and you're fishing again. I mean your your ankles aren't even wet. <laughs> I like it a lot. And it's light enough too. If you're if you're uh, pulling square bills or you know spinner baits or something. You don't even have to pick up a paddle; it'll pull you along. You can guide that whole canoe with just your rod. It's kind of it's kind of cool. And uh, um, you had mentioned you like to fish up facing. You're paddling upstream, correct? Is what you're telling us? If at all, if at all possible, that's the way I did. And uh, what's your reason behind doing that? I'm kind of leading you here, so. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're to me, you're you're basically sneaking up on the fish. I mean, they're they're. That's where they're looking ninety percent of the time. If they're in a feeding mode, and they're, you know, you're going to catch a fish in an ambush situation, he's he's looking upstream ninety percent of the time. He ain't looking for something to swim upstream at him. And um, to me, all your blowdowns. You take a you take a, a tree and the creek. Your root ball is going to be up the top, and your all your branches that come out are going to be on your side. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the way a tree comes together, the branches, there's less forks and, and, and knots. And the way the forks are set up, it's a it's a bigger angle. You're, you you could drag a bait through that and over it as opposed to, you know, catching it, you know, right in the fork of a tree. It just works better. I, I didn't think about the whole uh, blowdown and stuff. That makes a lot of sense. You know, um, my limited, very limited trout fishing in streams experiences uh, or was explained to me is that the fish are always looking in, in front of them, right? They're not going to uh, – let me fix this. If you guys are wondering why I'm wearing this hat, I just got back from being outside before we started the show, and it's cold out there as well. But, yeah, it makes sense. The fish are looking forward. They're looking into the they're, – they're, they're facing upstream because of the current and stuff, and – and uh, if you can't get that bait in front of them when you're coming down, it's your your percentages are a lot better. But I didn't give the um, uh, the blowdown things a thing. So hey, I learned something today, most definitely. You know that also lets you it lets you dissect your your cover better too. I mean, you got I'll break I'll break up I'll break a bunch of trees down into about three, maybe depending on how big they are, three maybe four different sections. It, oh, it's you just fro- you can blend the zones and, and you're not disturbing it. Uh-huh. You froze up for a second, so you break you break it up into sections. You froze for a second there. You said you you break out up into sections and kind of divide and conquer, right? Yeah, I'll kind of mentally divide that up, and uh, you're not fishing up to it. 
you're not disturbing everything. You're not fighting the current too bad going up. And like I said, with that little boat, I use a kayak paddle. And most of the time it sits right across my lap and -hmm. I can pick it up either side and just do what you got to do. And it, it just works better for me. Yeah, I get it. And I get the whole creek fishing thing. I actually saw uh, one of uh, Jerry's, Jerry Parker's from Parker Pursuit's latest videos where he was fishing for crappie out of his canoe. Not out of his canoe. Uh, forgive me, Jerry. Out of his kayak. And that's like one of my favorite kind of fish. And I, it just made me miss my kayak all, all the much. But it's something about that, that whole peace and quiet and actually being successful catching fish and being able to sneak up on them, which, which was, you know, something that's dear to my heart i might have to pick one up some kayak prices are coming down at least on the standard ones uh let's talk canoe prices we talked a little bit of of this offline before what what's a high-end canoe run oh man you could spend what what would be your what would your dream canoe run if you don't mind me asking uh for fishing for fishing creeks i tell you what i think i i like what i got and i I almost couldn't justify it. This thing was $800 eight years ago, nine years ago, whatever. And I thought, holy shit, hold, that's a lot of money. <laughs> you know? a lot of money. Oh, don't worry about it. We're good. But uh, um, Cover your ears, Caitlin. Happy birthday again. Remember, Uncle Dockery and Uncle Chad forgot it. Not Uncle Mark. <laughs> Happy birthday again. I'm sorry. I, go ahead. So it was 800 bucks a bunch of years ago? Yeah, and I, I bit the bullet, and uh, I'm glad I did because, I mean, I really – Back then, I got to fish, shoot, a lot. I'd be out both days on the weekends and and a couple times after work. So I got my money's worth out of that thing, just out of enjoyment, really. So now it's all just kind of freebies, you know. But if if I had to buy another one, anything I wanted, it'd probably be that. Cool. I know there's some really big high-dollar ones out there made out of, like, carbon fiber and stuff, correct? They are, and and that's – I, I'd have a hard time running a carbon fiber canoe into a gravel bar. <laughs> I would. <laughs> what about like those handmade wood ones? Those are beautiful. I, you know, I, I've got, it's one of them things. I've got the books. I've got the plans. I've got the tools. I just, I, I, I could build a set of forms and I've always wanted to do it. I just haven't. But uh, those things are awesome. I imagine it would take quite some time to build one. Don't you think? It would. I mean, and it's but, hard. To, it's hard. I know it's hard for me to find the time. Yeah. So, uh, um, I'm I'm sure you manage your time a little better than I do because I'm terrible at it. I ain't gonna kid you. But I always had these, you know, grand visions of of building a boat or at least a canoe at some point in my life. I used to canoe a lot when I was a young man, uh, especially when I was in the uh, started in the Boy Scouts and then. After that, we canoed the tip of Canoe River quite a bit, but that was an old aluminum canoe. Those things weighed a ton. I remember right. having to drag that thing over a couple of log jams and stuff full of gear. It wasn't fun. Yep. So, me and my dad, when he dad, he's seventy, he's seventy four, seventy five, and he's in great shape. The only thing different about dad now than when I was a teenager is he takes two naps instead of one. I mean, God he, bless he does, Yeah, he does pretty good, but uh, he bought. A 68, this is when he got out of high school. Him and three guys bought a uh, 68 Grumman uh, 17-footer. And that thing is an absolute tank. It, <laughs> I don't want to drag that it's thing around. It's a battleship. Around. Oh, it is. But <laughs> he he's still got it. It's it's still in good shape. And uh, 
you know, I guess growing up in that dadgum thing is, is why I like them so much, I guess. just what I'm used to. My last canoe was uh, one of those Coleman's canoes, you know, the flatback canoes, the plastic ones. Had the bar running down the middle of it? It, it did. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was nice. I never really had a trolling motor on it and running, but uh, I sold that to get my kayak. But my, my wife was really upset because I used to paddle her paddle her around the, the little lake over here. Yeah. <laughs> that's another story. Right, right. I used to paddle her around. She didn't do much paddling. I think that's why she liked it so much, though. She let me bring beer on the occasion, so that was fun. Let's see if we got <laughs> any questions here. Looks like they're all chatting it up. I hear somebody laughing at Chad, or see somebody laughing at Chad. I'll have to go back and look to see what's going on there. <clears throat> More people saying happy birthday to Caitlin, which Dockery and Chad forgot. All right, cool. So you ever think you'll get a big boat? I I would love to have. As a matter of fact, it's one of them things. I've been looking at them, but everything around here that you find, you'll find. I want something for the Mississippi River. So I want it about an 1860, 1872 or bigger. Um, what about a 90 on it? It'd be great. But everything around here has got a jet pump on the back of it and been run on every gravel bar in the country. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, I would like to have one. I really would. And um, it'll happen one of these days, but it just hasn't happened yet. I think if, if fishing that river – would be an absolute game changer for me. I mean, being stuck on the bank on that thing. And I've had my kayak in that river, uh, the Mississippi I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, having a place to take out and everything. It's just double the headache, really. That's a big river to have a kayak. on. Not that I wouldn't try it. I know there's lots of backwaters and stuff that you can get on there. But getting caught up in that main current, that's a that's a whole different animal. It is. It is. So why do you think why do you think everybody has jet pumps out by you? Is there a lot of shallow water uh, rivers out there that they're using them in, or? Oh, uh, there there is, and a lot of duck hunters they got them, and um, I had a jet boat years ago, and it was a blast. But man, it just it seemed like all you did was run and gun, and that's just not my style of fishing, you know. Yeah, if you guys don't have any experience with jet boats, if you're not if you're not really, you know in the throttle with it they're they're they don't handle very good correct yeah there's no steering if you're not in the throttle yeah i know we i talked a little bit with uh epic catfishing about his jet and he says he needs it for where he's at but if he could uh fish something like the mississippi he would go with like a like a deep v actually with a big outboard so yep um so you're looking at a flat bottom or a v or thinking about i should say actually a a semi v that's a decent trade-off for around here that way Mm -hmm. You know, if you did get it on the lake, and which is that's what I use that kayak for. If 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 I get on bigger water, and I say bigger water, anything bigger than a creek, I'm getting in a kayak. Um, I've had that thing; it's a blast to fish out of, and it's totally just set up for pretty much blue cat fishing, um, mm. drifting blues, and um, I love it for that. But I don't want to lug that thing around a creek all the time. It's just it's too much. That makes sense. Very cool. Um, we talked about spring, summer. You got any vacations planned, or, or well, actually, with COVID, that's kind of messed up. Uh, yeah. I know you work a lot too, so Let, let's talk a little bit about something else that interests me a lot. What's that? Beer, beer, beer. Okay. <laughs> if you guys don't know, uh, 
uh, Rob brews, or he he was brewing for a while. We won't get into why you kind of. Well, it's not a bad reason why you stopped. You just kind of fell out of it. But um, <laughs> if you guys don't know, uh, Rob is an award-winning brewer. How about that, guys? Let's see the excitement go there for all the beer fans. How long have you? How long were you brewing beer for? Or when did you get started? How'd you get into it? Oh, I got started about I don't know ten years ago, and I. I stayed after it pretty heavy for about six years. And that, that's one of those hobbies that you get into, and it just absolutely, everything about it is, there's a lot of science to that, if to do it right. And I, I get all geeked out on that. I mean, we got to where we were. Uh, it, I really like doing the uh, the Pilsner beers, a little bit, mm-hmm. little bit more to them. Um, we would change the water profile. I'd get a water profile from, you know, Cone, Germany, and then and match their profile, and it just it got out of hand crazy. I had a good time all right, without getting like into all the super technical stuff. Yeah. Um, when you say water profile, are you talking about chemical contents, hardness, pH, all of that stuff? Hardness, pH, minerals. <laughs> we really got crazy with it. They had a good time doing it, but. Man, I'm just burnt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can imagine when 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 you told me about water profiles, and we started talking about the extent you went to. There's no wonder that you uh, you said you won a lot of medals doing this, correct? I well, I done okay. I, I don't know what you'd call a lot. I done I done okay. You're pretty humble, so I'm going to guess that you did very well. <laughs> very cool. Um, so you ever think you'll pick it back up? Well. Uh, well, I'm actually I'm building a, another room in the shop here, and I I got the kegs out the other day and looked at everything. I I might I might <laughs> might cool. You let me know when you get that stuff going. I might have to come down and taste some. Right on. Or if you get some made, maybe you can bring a pint or two up to uh, Mendota for me. That would be cool. We talked a little uh, bit about that. I'm yeah. really looking forward to hanging out. Um, let's see what's going on in the chat here. I think I got a message here. Hold on. Just send in a quick message to someone replying to one. Uh, 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 if I could learn how to type, anybody that talks to me online knows that I have problems typing. Uh, uh, we might have a guest pop in here. Uh, let's see what's going on in, in chat, Rob. Sure. Has anybody got any questions for uh, for Rob? Has anybody? Here's a question for Chad. Has anybody timed out uh, Jerry over at Parker Pursuits? I know that <laughs> Rob wants to know. He gave you guys full permission to do so. You want me to time him out now, just for? Oh no, <laughs> no. Okay, I won't. Uh, I could have taken care of your lightweight for you. Uh, what's your PB, Rob? PB. Okay, let's start with whatever PBs you're uh, most impressed with. I'm sure you've got a lot of them. If you uh, keep track of that, some people don't. You know what my like my PB bass, small mouth and large mouth, they were they were two marks on my paddle. I, I couldn't tell you what they weighed. Um, the biggest bass was twenty five and a quarter uh, long, and it was a pre spawn female. She big old pot bellied thing. She was beautiful, but uh, I come home and measured it out, and it it was twenty five and a quarter large mouth, 
and the smallmouth was uh, like 21 and three quarters. That was another nice fish. That was, to me, that's, that was my best fish ever right there. But um, there again, it's the waters that these fish come out of. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. But uh, those are my two, you know, everything else. I, I don't know. I've never caught a ginormous catfish. And I guess probably being, being realistic, probably my biggest blue is 30s. Um, flathead, probably about 15, <laughs> you know. Really well, fishing? You don't go out and fish with your dad more? He sounds like he's a flathead slayer. Well, dad, dad gets to fish every day. He's like Dockery. Only cooler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. You should hang out. You should get your dad to take you to a spot and have him just sit there and watch and instruct. Not inst- well, tell him you want instruction so he doesn't put a rod in the water. That's how you do it. You're so- not going to get that man anywhere around water. You him not fish. It, it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a guest that wanted to stop in here. Uh, look at this, Mr. Lyle Stokes. What, what do you hold on a second, Lyle? Let me give us a solo layout to see. This mask is as useless <laughs> as James Dockery. James Dock. Wow, that is <laughs> holy smokes. You guys all seen that in chat? I wonder where, where did you get that from? I received this in the mail today. Uh, with a strange address and no name on it. Hmm. So I'm not sure they want me to know who sent it or whether they don't want James to know who sent it. That is interesting. As the first one, it must be an original. I've never seen one like it before. So somebody might consider marketing that and take credit for it, or or, or maybe we should have the 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 people in the people in chat investigate to see who did that. <laughs> Then again, you know, I got an idea. You know, I'd be pretty upset if James missed my daughter's birthday on a live stream, too. You know what? I would, too. I'd be yep. very upset. Especially if she is as young and as cute as Caitlin is. This is true. But we have no proof of that, so uh, That's uh, right. we don't want to make any. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, why, Uncle Josh, why are you giving frowny faces? If that makes you happy, let's see some smiley faces in chat for once. <laughs> Because I know, I know Lyle is. Do you think Lyle's smiling under that mask? <laughs> I'll bet you a dollar he is. <laughs> Sounds like he's uh... it's a safe bet. You could go a lot higher and do good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, since you're here, Lyle, um, I, I want to remind everybody that uh, Panfish Weekly and Catfish Weekly, Catfish Weekly on Monday nights, Panfish Weekly Thursday nights after fishing with uh, Chad's The Bait Shop with James Dockery. Um, running the show over there, I think, um, is getting uploaded to uh, as a podcast, right? And, um, that's available like on Spotify. I hear it's going to be available on Apple, iTunes, stuff like that as well. I'm also going to be converting this show into a podcast as of like next week, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, so if you're not subscribed or if you miss a show and you're in the car and you want to listen to Catfish Weekly or Panfish Weekly or even Catfish and Crappie after the fact, that's going to be another uh, uh, venue to do so. So I wanted to make sure we got a plug in for that. You got a guest coming up on Monday that you can talk about, Lyle, or are you going to hold that? No, uh, I've got a guest, and it's uh, Ricky uh, Moreno that was on the Knot Time Contest of Kevin's here a while back. 
That's right. The young gentleman that did very well on it, didn't he? He he did really well. He was very interesting young man. He loves to fish, and we're going to have him on for 20 or 30 minutes and uh, see what we can find out. I think he'll be a lot of entertainment for us. I think so, too. I'm looking forward to Monday's show. Uh, <laughs> Doc, <laughs> all right, I'm going to have to highlight this right here. Uh, where to go? James Docker, at this point, I don't know who to trust. <laughs> I, I have no idea who did that. Well, James, uh, you can always trust me. So uh, I know Rob's a, a, a competitor tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be a, um, a viewer tomorrow, and so are you, Lyle. How, how, how much are you looking forward to the Blue Cat Tournament tomorrow on Chad's channel? I tell you, I'm looking forward to watching these guys get out there and shake and rattle and roll because I'm going to be sitting here in my warm house thinking about how cold they all are. <laughs> this this is true. And, and Chad, I, I don't know what you're saying exactly. Uh, maybe we'll we'll talk later and you can explain <laughs> yourself. <laughs> all right, Mike's running out. Let's go, have a good night, Mike. Thanks for stopping by. Um, we're coming up on uh, 8 o'clock. I'm trying to think if there's anything I forgot, like, like some people do um, as far as like birthdays <laughs> and such. I think I got everything. Um, all right, tomorrow Mike Greenwell is going to be on uh, his channel. Tomorrow night, I believe, 7 o'clock. We got Palmetto Cats on Sunday. Uh, the Great Catfish Weekly on Monday. Roger uh, over at Muskrat Adventures on Tuesday nights. These are all 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Wednesday, Patriot James Catfishing. Uh 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Thursday is a busy night. We got uh, Fish with the Chad, the bait shop. I'm sure they're going to do a roundup on the tournament. Um, me and Lyle are going to be after that at 8 p.m. Central Standard with uh, Panfish. With, you know, I'm having a blast doing that show with you, Lyle. Oh, thank you so much. And it's a great honor to have you on there with us. Uh, and we've been having a lot of, of uh, uh, high-output guests here lately. But um, I want to get to the point where we have some people like Rob on the show uh, with us and, and instead of those guys, average, average everyday guys that go out and fish and stuff. And I think that we should do a show once a month, just you and I. I think so, too. I think that'll be a uh, I think that's a great idea. And um, hey, look, when the weather breaks and warms up so I don't have to get cold like these guys are going to in the morning, <laughs> be looking forward to some nice videos. I know you're going to be catching a lot of crappie. I'm going to be after crappie and some bluegill and stuff like that. So it should be no, I'm knocking on wood, Lyle. I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> you know how that fish go. If you got a camera or somebody thinks you're going to knock it out of the park, that's not what's going to happen. But Well, that's right. Well, we're going to have a good time. Uh, Friday nights are, is my show. So that's pretty much the week. There's a lot of shows that are going on. I don't have those schedules down. I don't think there's any such schedules. I know, uh, Stan Sundays, he goes live. I know that on uh Sunday mornings, uh, that's pretty normal, but make sure you check out Chad's show tomorrow. It's for charity. Give till it hurts. Uh, looks like Ryan Borch just stopped in. What's going on, Ryan? Um, Stop in tomorrow, watch, give till it hurts if you can. If at all possible, it's greatly appreciated. It's charity. Uh, I want to thank Lyle for stopping by. Rob, thank you so much for being the, uh, for letting me be the first one to have you as a guest. <laughs> Thanks for Behind the me. scenes, we've kind of been, been battling out who's going to get it. And they know that uh, I'm friends with you. They were uh, kind of giving me crap about they're going to steal you away from me. I'm not going to let that happen. Um, 
<laughs> if I missed you in chat or you came in later, uh, I apologize for not saying hello, but I'm saying hello now to everybody, uh, and I'm going to say good night. So uh, thank you for watching, guys. You have a wonderful night. Uh, God bless you. I appreciate you all.